Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hey now! And happy 10 years officially today as a radio duo! I think it's incredible that 10 years ago today was the very first Scott and Cat show. Yeah, it, it is incredible. If you didn't get a chance to listen back, I mean, we really took the time on Friday to reminisce about, about 10 years ago, especially like 10 years ago now and what activity was happening and then what transpired since then. But go back and check it out if you, if you didn't get a chance. Dave Lazar joined us as he did, uh, as he does every Friday. You're going to want to go back and listen to a few of the archives because after today's episode, we're on vacation again. I know it's a lot of vacation this summer, but don't worry, guys. September is right around the corner and then we get back into five days a week, live episodes for you. It's going to be a lot of fun. I saw your Instagram on the weekend and at first I didn't believe it because Friday we talked about how Kat had a kidless weekend. Uh Uh-huh. And I opened my, I was up late on Friday. I had some dear friends of mine, Karen and Jay came over. We were sitting in the backyard having a few beers and I decided to open up Instagram real quick. And sure enough, as I was up late thinking, Haha, I'm the cool one in this morning duo. Then I see cats up having a fucking bonfire at the same time. You did party hard on the weekend. That was nothing either. That was like subdued moment of, I wasn't going to film the rest of it, but I ended up having a party until two o'clock in the morning. People didn't leave my house till like one thirty. Was this planned or did no. you just like impromptu have a whole bunch of people show up? No, it was totally impromptu. So we started off, we, we dropped off the kids. We're like, bye, <laughs> see you later. And uh, agreed, we weren't even going to check in. They were in a safe place. Everything was good there. So let's just enjoy. So we, there's a couple of things we wanted to do. And I thought, you know what? I'd hit the, I wanted to hit the slots, right? I'm like, so let's just do that. Like even just slots are fine. Like doesn't matter. So we go over to Alora because I wanted to take a walk. By the way, everybody was in Alora. Like everybody was in Alora. In case you're wondering where people were, and you're like, "Hey, where are you?" They're all in Alora. I mean, people did used to do that, but I find in particular since COVID, people in Toronto want to get the fuck out of Toronto, it and was... they go to Alora and Ancaster and all those small oh little millish type towns. God, it was insane. It was insanity. Like everyone, I literally bumped into people I knew. Like, it was like, "You're here too." Like, what is happening today? It wasn't even the River Fest, which I believe happens next weekend. It was just anyway, beautiful place though. It really is a nice spot. Beautiful shops. I took the, I did all the things I wanted to do where I just stopped it. When I saw something I liked, I stopped in a shop and I shopped in it, you know, because when, when you have little kids, God bless them. They're great. And sometimes you can take them to places with you and it's fine. But other times when you, when there's a shop full of breakable items, you'll be surprised to know you're like, nah, (laughs) I'm not going to do that because I don't want them to touch everything, which they'll inevitably do. So yeah, I took the time to do that and checked out some local vendors and then went to uh, the, the slots, the uh, Elements Casino there. So, it, you know, it's, it's okay. The, the crowd's interesting. The crowd's interesting. I saw a, a woman uh, flossing her teeth in the middle of the casino. Dental floss and everything, like, flossing I'm not, her teeth. I'm not even talking about a, a, a floss stick, which would still be gross. Like, we all agree, that's still fucking gross. 
But in the middle of the casino floor, in front of the you know roulette computer game, taking floss and flossing her teeth. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? And my husband and I were enjoying a drink at the bar at the time, which is, I mean, it's not the nicest bar you've ever seen, but it was a bar with beverages and that's all that mattered. And we were just like, is this real life? So made a donation to the uh, Elements Casino there. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for mm-hmm. taking my money. Hope for the best for you and your uh, foundation of taking people's money. <laughs> and then <laughs> we went back home. Beautiful day Saturday as well. So then we had some drinks uh, outside at our house and... I was drinking. I had like a couple of drinks in the afternoon, which never happens. I don't do that. Wow. So it was great. Started off well, went and made my reservation. You naysayers. I made it for eight o'clock. I ordered a bottle at the restaurant. I had an amazing steak dinner. Made sure to not eat too much so I wouldn't be tired. And I wasn't. And it was great. Went back home in an Uber. And we were like, we're feeling good. Let's see if anyone wants to hang out. So we asked a couple of our neighbors ended up coming by. Uh, three households in total came in and out. We had a fire. We had drinks. They, we played darts. And it was great. And it was, the, from what I remember, it was a fun time. I think I took a shot at tequila now that I, I was just recalling my weekend because Simon, our buddy Simon was asking me about it. And he said, what did you drink? I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I had rye to start. And then I had some wine. And then I, oh, I think that we took down a couple of bottles of tequila from the cellar. And I think I had one. Hmm. See, that was how You I had fun. a bottle think, of tequila? No, I think I had a shot. Ah. I think I had a shot. That means it was a good night. If I think I had a shot, I'm not even certain. I don't remember it. That is a good weekend. I don't know. No, I don't know. I but I no, I was hung over to shit yesterday though. Like I was real, I was real slow. I was moving like a fucking sloth yesterday. I was like, don't even. And my neighbors, I saw them like, don't talk to me. Like, don't even talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was dancing at one point. Really? Yeah, I was dancing like the, like the whole nine. Yeah, it was a good time. And what was it like when the kids came back? Because they're expecting mom and dad are are refreshed and recharged (laughs) and ready to play and do all the things that kids like to do. We're like, shh, don't talk to me. No, it was fine. Actually, by the time we by the time we went and got them, you know, I was feeling I was feeling okay, just a little slow, just a little sluggish. Made it work. They were jealous we had a fire because we had a fire without them. So we made a day fire yesterday, which was great. And they they did we did some s'mores with them and everything else. Good for you. Yes, they were happy. Excellent. Well, you're uh, you're here. You've had your big night out at a girl. Good stuff. Nice steak in you. And and you're going on vacation for a couple of days. Yeah, I'm going on vacation for uh, a while. A while. I'm gonna, I haven't been in years. And when I went, it was one of those beautiful places I've ever seen in my entire life. And so I'm going back to Banff. Uh, you should get there before they separate from the rest of Canada. Honestly. They've about had enough out there. Uh, and I get it. Uh, but it's, it's such a gorgeous place. So I'm excited to go back this time, though, with kids. So mm. it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, right? Right, everybody? You sound no, like you're convincing yourself. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun, right? The flight, it's the flight that scares me. Honestly, it's not the actual trip. I, my kids are so great and we've gone to hotels with them before. They love it. It's an adventure. They pack their bags. They get excited. They're not scared or mad or missing home or they're fine where they are. But it's the flight stuff that I haven't been on a flight in years. So that part, airport flight situation, that's the only part I'm nervous about. Well, I think you have nothing to worry about because air travel is operating just seamlessly yeah, right now. it's never been in the news, so I'm sure it's fine. And, and even if they did, even if they did lose your luggage, it's not like kids need a lot of things. They'll be fine with just mm-hmm. what's on their back and in their backpacks. Yes. And you're you're going to be great. They're patient and quiet, too. Like, I mean, they don't, they don't talk much, right? I mean, they don't talk or ask for things. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I think, what could go wrong? <laughs> No, we're totally preparing for it. But you know what? It's an adventure. 
It's an adventure, and uh, I look forward to taking the adventure with my kids. And then I'm staying out with my sister-in-law after that. So we're in Banff for a while, then we're in Edmonton for a while, and then I'm going back to Calgary and staying in Calgary for a little bit. I'm basically all over the all over Alberta. Uh, well, I'm away. Okay. Well, have a great time. Alberta really is a beautiful province. I got to spend uh, uh, a more time than I wanted to in Edmonton in the dead of winter about oh, 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and fortunately, we had a great hotel and I just stayed there most of the time. So I haven't seen nearly as much of Edmonton as I'd like to, but I did get to spend about 10 days in Calgary a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite Canadian cities. So it's fun. You yeah. have a great time. Don't worry about anything here. I've got it all covered. Nah, I'm kidding. In other words, he's leaving too. I'm fucking off to the States. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, We're both like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> tell me if this is okay. My dad and I are going to go and take my son back to school because tis the season oh. for universities down there to get started. Their back to school season comes too fast. It's crazy. End of this week. Yeah. So my dad and I had agreed that we would do a road trip. We were going to drive from here down to Indianapolis. And it's not a far drive per se. It's about eight hours. It's a little boring because you start getting into the U.S. Midwest and it's very flat, but uh, that's okay. I mean, no big deal. That fucker bailed on me. I texted him yesterday and I said, hey, what time do you want me to pick you up? He said, I changed my mind. I'm going to fly, but I need you to get there by four o'clock so you can pick me up at the (laughs) airport. (laughs) Did he at least get seat, like ask you if you wanted a seat? On the plane? Like, hey, join me on the plane? No, because we need to have a car down there, and I was planning to drive anyway, so he's basically thrown me to the wolves. Now, I will drive (laughs) it on my own, fast, by the way, to get there in time to pick him up from the airport when he lands, probably half in the bag because he has his Air Canada lounge access that he loves so much. Jealous. That's great. So thanks, Dad. That's great. That's so funny. So that's cute. So three generations... All in one spot. Yes. Are you guys going to, like, is your son cool with, like, hanging out and having drinks with, with, with grandpa and dad and stuff? Like, I think he likes I him think, a little better than me. I think, well, he is cool. Yeah. Your dad's a cool guy. He's, he's I mean, a, uh, he's a bit of an animal. Yeah, he, he's, he's, gr- he's a great time. Like, I don't, I don't blame anyone for wanting to have drinks with that guy. <laughs> he's the most entertaining fella. Uh, it's probably going to be more than a few, Kat. Either way, uh, there's a couple things that have happened that we haven't really had a chance to get into, uh, namely because... The, the one happened after we finished recording Friday's podcast. <laughs> That's right. I, uh, it was like a gift from God. I sent it to you. I sent it to you immediately. Mm-hmm. The second I saw it happen, I'm like, what is happening? I must share with Scott. Worldwide news. Once again, it is remarkable how many times the Ford family <laughs> of Toronto, Ontario have become worldwide headlines. And it happened again during a news conference. Not coming from the not coming from the uh, government per se, but the pre- <laughs> holy Christ! I just swallowed a bee. <laughs> holy Christ! I knew that little bugger. Oh. I'm good. He's down here buzzing around right now. He has a lot of he has a lot of real estate. Now, if that was in the clip, okay, this is going to be replayed over and over again. Yep. And that just made Colin DeMello's day. He's going to be laughing all the way back to the city. Holy Christ! He's he's wedged in my throat. Sorry, guys. A little bugger got away in there. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm okay. He's buzzing in there. Man, he went right down the hatch. Okay, guys. <laughs> this is a classic, okay? <laughs> this is, holy crap. Sorry. 
Oh, this is a good one. I'm going to be howling tonight watching this tape. Yes, you will. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, guys, sorry about that. <laughs> okay, I can't even remember what we're talking about. I'll be rushing to the hospital and get this bee out of here. Anyways, guys, okay, next question. Sorry about that. I was going to have bees on Friday for dinner, and then he beat me to it and stole my great idea. My friends, let me tell you, I know it's expensive at the grocery store. Hear me out. We eat bees. The bees are free. That's that's all you need. Why are you paying eight bucks for a pineapple when the bees are free? (laughs) Saw a jar of honey there, folks, for $3.99. Nope, just go right to the source. It's extra fresh when you just eat the bee. Good lord! Not coming from the not coming from the uh, government per se, but the pre- <laughs> holy Christ! <laughs> I've never heard a, a premier drop at HC a holy Christ three times in sixty seconds. You know what? He handled that really well. I think that was me. I wouldn't be saying holy Christ. I'd be saying much worse. Oh yeah, a motherfucker! Did you see that guy? She fucking attacked me. Well, this is the thing. He could have put on. He could have painted a tapestry of profanity that would still be in the air somewhere over Cleveland right now. He could have done that, but he held it together. Good for him. Because even he realized. I mean, when the bee went down, his first instinct was probably like, "Oh fuck! I just swallowed a bee. Oh, there's cameras everywhere. I gotta hold it together. I gotta try and make light of this, even though I just swallowed a bee." The way he said it too was hilarious. I'm gonna play that part one more time. Not coming from the not coming from the uh, government per se, but the pre- <laughs> holy Christ! I just swallowed a bee. I just swallowed a bee. <laughs> I just swallowed a bee. <laughs> down the hatch. That's my favorite part. He really went right down the hatch, <laughs> buzzing around in there. <laughs> Fuck. I, uh, I I love it. I love every part. I'm glad he's okay. Thank God he doesn't suffer from like anaphylaxis or anything like that. If he did, I have a, an EpiPen, Doug. I would have been right there to, to take care of yeah, you. Yeah, he's fine. Thank goodness he's fine. The, the opposition, though, could you imagine they took this and twisted it? Like, Doug Ford, we need bees more than ever. Doug Ford eats them and then laughs. Well... They're so desperate to get any traction at all. You'd be hard-pressed to name the current leader of the NDP or the Liberals right now. If they can get any attention at all, they will. And it wouldn't surprise me any, even the slightest if those fuckers tried to, to exploit the bee. I saw a great meme on the weekend, actually. It was a scene from the bee movie, and it was a mom and dad standing there uh, mourning their son who gave his life in protest of privatized health care. <laughs> Oh, the memes are endless. It's great, but he did. He, you know what? He he did. He did. <laughs> you know what the thing is too? Swat the shit away. You see it time and time again, whether it's politicians or else, but usually politicians, where they're in the middle of giving a speech or a press conference, and there's something buzzing around them. Right? It happens. Yep. Uh, li- reporters on tele- live television. You name it. Right? If it happens, and you don't want to be too obvious. Here's the reason to just go ahead and be obvious, little fucker. Just give it a good swat and it'll be on its way. He was almost pretending like it, if you see the footage from right before, it's almost like he's like, ah, it'll go away eventually. Like, no, right down your throat is where it went. It was, uh, it was just a, a world-class performance. I mean, how he handled that was remarkable. Duck, good for you. You better be careful or you're going to be Prime Minister of Canada. You need to eat a few more wildlife, dangerous things, and you are just going to be the toast of the country, Doug. 
Stay on the beast. So good. How long until there's like bee products endorsed by Doug Ford? Oh my god. Or gosh. not endorsed or by not Doug Ford? Not endorsed by, yeah. The Ford B brand? <laughs> <laughs> there's so many different uh, ways you can honey do Ford, it. Honey Ford coming to a shelf near you. Yeah, worldwide news. I mean, it was everywhere almost instantly. That's a good buck a beer idea. Get a honey lager involved there. Buck a bee. Buck a beer. Buck a beer. <laughs> Honey lager. Oh. <laughs> the, the tagline is right down the hatch. <laughs> Get it buzzing around in there. <laughs> a lot of real estate to work with down there. A lot of real yeah. estate to work with. Oh, gosh. That, that bee just got a major upgrade. It moved into a mansion. Um, just out of curiosity, before we move on, what does happen to the bee now? Is he going to poop that out at some point? Or is that bee in there forever? Is there a oh, stinger in forever. him somewhere? No. I mean, that's what you tell kids so they don't eat weird shit is it stays in there forever. He's going to poop. He's probably pooping that out as we speak. Uh, maybe. Uh, there's no way he's on a three-day cycle. Yeah, no, I was going to Doug's say. like a two or three a day kind of guy, <laughs> I was going to say, that was back on Saturday for sure. <laughs> that bee is somewhere in a pipe going to Lake Ontario right now. <laughs> Poor little fucker. <laughs> we got the search and rescue. We're going digging. Got to find the bee. <laughs> it's so good. Um, along the same lines, a two-year-old girl is in the news right now. She was playing in her family's garden the other day. and And, you know, I mean... Wildlife lives in the wild, and when we're outside, we're kind of in their territory. So this little girl playing in the garden, and all of a sudden, the family hears her screaming. Oh, my God. What's going on with the kid? They all go running over, Mm -hmm. and they discovered that a 20-inch snake... Is that a big snake? Twenty inches? Uh, yeah, I'd ima- that's a pretty that's a good size snake. I would think that's yeah, a good that's snake. a good that's a good yeah. I mean, fuck, for a lot of people, half that size would be scary. A twenty-inch snake had bit, like clamped on mm. to the mouth of a little girl. Mm. It was it was just in the garden, and the girl was playing around in there, and she got too close to the snake, and the snake did what snakes do. It lashed out, and it bit her right on the lip. So scary. And that sounds horrible. I know. It's sad. And we're thinking about this little girl. But here's the thing. The girl wasn't as as injured as she was angry. And to the shock of everyone around, this little girl who takes no shit at all. Um, she's not going to be deterred by a snake in the garden. Snake bit her. So she bit the snake. She picked up the snake and chomped on it with two teeth, with, with, with her whole mouth, chomped down on Holy this snake. Holy shit. She killed the snake. She bit it so oh, hard. Oh, who has the last laugh now, Snakey? After killing the snake, the neighbors performed first aid and called paramedics. The youngster was rushed to hospital where she was put under observation for sure. 24 hours. Well, what's poisonous was my first question. Is that a poisonous snake? Don't think so. I'm okay. thinking this was probably like a little garter snake or something like that. Nothing particularly dangerous and the little girl's going to be fine, but that's a reputation you'll carry with you forever. Yeah. Somebody wants to get in her face, she can always say, you know what? A snake bit me once. Then I bit the snake and yeah. killed it. Like, who's going to ever mess with this nobody, girl? Nobody. It's too bad. Like, 14 years. So you put yourself on a wait list now. 14 years from now, you got to get some form of a snake tattoo, right? I mean, you're snake girl from then on. You got to be snake girl. Take Always. it. Because that's Always. a comic book waiting to happen. 
Then I bit the fucking snake and now I turn into one when I'm angry. Ah, like the Spider-Man premise. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Don't screw with me. Don't screw with me, snake. That girl's going places. Kat, you know all those people that claim they're from the future? You usually uh, find them on social media platforms mm-hmm. like TikTok and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one that's actually got a decent amount of followers at Time Voyaging. You're on TikTok, aren't you, Kat? Oh, I am on TikTok, actually. Yeah, you can't yeah, really, I, you can't swear. avoid me. No, no. I'm everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time I was on TikTok. Oh. That is me, by the way, in case people are wondering. Are you allowed to now? Yeah, I'm allowed to say. Oh, well, yeah, hold on. Say. Let's put this story on hold. Can we talk about this? I, I was under the impression we were keeping it quiet. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Is it a big deal? I think it's a huge I don't know. I do deal. voice stuff, and that's one of the jobs that I did. Yeah, but you're the voice of TikTok. Yeah. Like, I hear you more during the day just with people's phones that aren't on mute than I hear you in the yeah. morning when I'm directly talking to you for yeah. four hours. Yeah. Is it weird to walk around and hear yourself playing in TikTok videos fucking everywhere? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. I don't know. It depends. You know what? You know what it is? It depends on how you use it. If people use it in an annoying way, it bugs me. Like, don't you? You didn't need to use that. Right? Right. But then some people are clever and they use it and it's a good video. And I'm like, ah, cool. Thanks. That's great. (laughs) But then sometimes it's misused and I don't like that. I wonder how many people right now are hearing and maybe even hitting that backup button. You know, there's a button. You can go back 15 seconds. Hit that twice. Yeah. On TikTok. That's cat. For those who don't know or never put two and two together, some of you suspected, but nobody actually knew until the 10-year anniversary of the Scott and Cat show right here in <laughs> After Nine. We waited all that time. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, though. I, uh, I think that's awesome for you. Okay, so TikTok, Cat's platform. Yeah, I own it. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, this time traveler guy, he claims to be from the year 2000. 906. Really? So very, very far into the future. All right. Five bizarre happenings and the exact dates that they will occur, he puts out. They include a zombie pig escaping a lab and infecting many other pigs. That apparently is due to happen in October. I want to say it's bullshit. I want to say that's ridiculous you, because you should say it. Join me. Join my club of never believing these fucking crazy people who are behind a TikTok account. You don't even know who they are. True. But how do I know they're not from the future? He's giving uh, specific times and dates. Uh, the message reads in full October 8th, 2022. Attention. Yes, I'm a real time traveler. I am from 2906. Remember the five dates to come. October 8th, a zombie pig escapes a lab. A zombie pig. Like, at least give it something that makes us think that it's real. Why would we have a zombie pig in the lab? Thank Was you. it at your party on Saturday? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it swallowed a bee. <laughs> That's what you turn into when That's you swallow a bee. A zombie you get pig. A zombie. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, let's see here. November the 1st, this coming year, 
Classified files are released about aliens that have landed on Earth. Then two weeks later, on November 14th, 10 humans receive powers from the sun, including telekinesis, strength, and others. December 10th, President Biden will be removed from office due to health issues. That's totally plausible. Oh, sure. Some people predict that anyway. January 13th, Azawa will be discovered, which is another world inside the Earth. Inside the Earth? Yeah. Well, it's flat, and we haven't got to all the corners yet. Oh, no. See? See? (laughs) I don't know if there's anything to it, but now it's in the pod. It will forever be here. It's currently on TikTok. If you want to go and follow it, there you go. I'm just trying to figure out why we would have a zombie pig somewhere in a lab, and how does a zombie pig escape? And I need the video when it doesn't happen. You got to get on and say, hey, I made a mistake. I'm not, I'm lying to you. Just where's those videos? Where are those videos when these people are full of shit? Yeah, they never come out and say, no. gotcha, just, or anything like kidding. that, do they? Just wanted followers. <laughs> That's it too. <laughs> they could just come out and be that honest. Yeah, I just wanted to get some followers and get some attention. I wanted to see if the rest of you people were that gullible to believe that I'm from the that far into the future. 2906 is a long way away. I might believe him if he said I'm from the year 2050 or something. Or That's a, right? Like, is the earth even going to be around in that long? I mean, I question that. At the rate we're going, probably not. No. We fucked it up pretty badly real at this ba- point. It's, real fucking bad. It's, it's getting real hot and real dry down here in case nobody's noticed. I don't see this hanging on for another eight, nine hundred years. Just my opinion, yep. but it, it seems like a little implausible if you ask me. Um... Good article on Reddit this week. It is... There's always good articles on Reddit. I think it's Reddit's my favorite great. one. Yeah, Reddit and Whisper. Top two. Cashiers. Talk about the things they judge people for. <gasps> yes. Do you ever wonder... Are they going to judge me when I go up and try and ring this through? Like, if, if I go and I pick up... To this day, even though it's a perfectly normal societal thing, a responsible thing to do, Still feel weird if I go and buy a box of condoms and check them out. That's when I'll go to the self-checkout and hope nobody's watching. Right. You know? <laughs> and, and tuck it under like a bag of milk or some shit like that. <laughs> Something else. So, yeah. I mean, cashiers will admit they do judge from time to time. So, let me read you just a couple of the ones that have come up on this thread. This person says, and it's a Starbucks cashier, I judge people who buy their kids a double chocolate chip frappuccino at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's a lot of sugar for a kid at 8 a.m. I would probably judge that, too, to be perfectly honest with you. you, I'll be judgy when it comes to that kind of stuff sometimes, sure. Even though I I, I understand you don't know the full story and maybe there's something weird going on, different going on, but still. I don't think people should be able to take in that much sugar at 8 a.m. No. You should almost need like a doctor's note or something. Like yeah, pe- I'm allowed to have the double chocolate chip frap. Or the people that like wake up and drink a pop. Oh. Like I try, I, I know, and I know someone who does it and I, and I try my best not to judge, but they know I judge. I'm like, what are you doing? It's too much sugar. That's first, it's first thing in the morning. Give your body something healthy first thing in the morning. No, we're healthier. Here's a McDonald's cashier. Says she often wonders about those people who order a coffee with 10 or more sugars in it. Oh, do you remember when we were doing, was it McHappy Day or something like that? And that, a couple of orders that we had come in. We What happens is, guys, they they have radio people and TV people and stuff promote the, the happy day. And as one of the parts of the job, you get to come work for them. 
to kind of help bring through orders or work the drive through whatever. So we were behind the register, which was a very complicated beast, wasn't it? Like 50 million options to pick from. Very, I was very slow. I said, only come here if you are okay with waiting a long time for your stuff, because I don't know what I'm doing. So a couple of times people ordered coffees and I had to like, ask, come again? Like, what did you just say? Like how many sweeteners? Like four sweeteners. Like, yeah. You don't like coffee. No. <laughs> like at, the, at one point I was like, are you sure you want a coffee? You just don't just want like a, a water with sugar in it? Milk and sugar. Milk and sugar. Yeah. It, I, I don't understand that either. I mean, why would you order a coffee and then go to that much extent to try and make it not taste like coffee? Yeah. It's bizarre to me. Uh, here is a cashier at a pet store who admits they judge people who will come in and buy a pet and then the cheapest, trashiest food there is. See, and I'm judgy on places that still sell pets. Oh, yeah. Such a weird thing, right? I mean, I know that there's smaller animals at some of those places, right? Some still operate that way. Others have gone without anything. They just take part in an adoption program, and that's it. But, yeah, I mean, when you go ahead and make it any pet available to just go purchase... You're going to get what you get. And it's sad. This person says, I judge people who buy the expensive premium bottled water, not just because it's arguably a waste of money, but because there's also a lot of plastic waste. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it depends on the water. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I really like it like San Pellegrino, for example, like a, a sparkling water. So I'll buy that and it's not available in many different options. It's not like I can get it in a Tetra pack or something like that. Oh, it yeah. just comes in the iconic green bottle. Is it a glass? It's not glass, eh? That um, one's a plastic? So you can get it. It's mainly in glass, but they yeah. do have it in plastic depending yeah. on where you buy it. Yeah. That's an excessive amount of waste, but it gets recycled, right? Oh, I believe so. I mean, is a lot I mean, of these I put are it in the recy- recycling. I assume that's where it goes. A lot of them are recyclable, but it's true. We're, we are in a in a new age now where that doesn't matter for a lot of people. It's the plastic, the produ- the production of the plastic, and people will judge. And if you know when I feel judged sometimes is when I forget my bags. It happens from time to time because yep. I have my reusable bags. If the place has plastic, I'm like, Ugh. if it has paper, I'll pick paper every single time. Give me the paper bag. That way, at least I know I can recycle that or whatever. But throw yeah, it in your fire. I feel judged or throw it in my fire, but I feel judged if I, if I use plastic, I feel bad. I feel guilty. Even though I'll use that again. This cashier says anything in bulk. Once I saw a person come through and buy 15 cases of Red Bull. They also looked like there were 12. I judged. Uh... I don't know if they were 12 or not, but you do kind of got to wonder about people that are buying stuff in bulk. Like, fuck do you know? Yeah. What are you, from the future? Why, why do you need all that Red Bull? Is something going to happen here? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, excessive amounts of anything makes you go, what do you do? But then, you again, it's it's hard to judge because sometimes those people are purchasing items for a business. So you don't know. You don't know if they're there on business or pleasure. <laughs> what are you here for? Is that pleasure? Is all that cleaning product for pleasure or what? You got 15 jugs of Mr. Clean. What's the story here? Did you murder someone? <laughs> yeah, like you always <laughs> Form a story in your head. Watch the whole thing play out while you're ringing them through. It's fun. This person says, I judge the bizarre combinations. For example, an older gentleman bought or brought up to the till a large glass jug of red wine, the biggest tube of KY lube we carried, Wow! and two potatoes. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say anything to myself, but I thought to myself, this guy's got plans for the weekend. Do you think people do that on purpose? Like, let's fuck with this guy. 
you know how you you were saying you you throw something else in your cart when you're buying something embarrassing. Do you think to try to like hide the fact that he was buying a giant thing of KY jelly? He's like, I'll just take some more random shit and take a couple of potatoes. Yeah, that'll throw them off. Buy the whole fucking what? bag. You don't buy two potatoes. <laughs> Who buys two potatoes? What, what, what the fuck are you making with two potatoes? Get the bag. Limiting food waste. This person says, <laughs> I rang through a lady who had feminine deodorant spray, Summer's Eve douche, a can of bug spray, and a fly swatter. <laughs> <laughs> How bad were the flies? Wow. Where were you doing it? <laughs> you should, she Jeez. should hook up with the guy with all the KY, too. Honestly. Have yourselves a great weekend. couple of potatoes and a fly squirrel. Swatter later? It's a good time. Um, Anne Heche has definitely passed away now. It's weird. I heard like six different times this weekend. <laughs> Anne Heche is dead. And it was reasonable to assume that she would die. Yeah. But it was like all the different news outlets yeah. were trying to report it just on a guess because nobody actually seemed to know. Well, it, here's the where the confusion entered was when her family made a statement. Because when her family made a statement, although she wasn't le. Are you you're legally dead if you're brain dead, correct? Right. You're considered legally dead. So she was legally dead, but they had not taken her body off life support. So they had known that she was brain dead. Apparently it was Thursday because I talked about it on I think I talked about it Friday morning that good friends and family were saying it's not it's not looking good. Like she'll probably not recover. But we didn't know what that meant. And then shortly after that, that's when the report came in that she is brain dead. And once you're brain dead, you're considered legally dead. The family ended up putting out a statement. They, I guess they had already kind of said their goodbyes and realized, okay, this is like, she's not going to recover. She's not coming out of this. She's going to pass away. So they put out a statement grieving uh, the loss of her. And so that also confused people because when they found out, but she's still on life support, she's still alive. No, there's no chance of recovery. They kept her on there to see if they could donate any of her organs. And in order to do that, you have to go through a process. It takes time. So they have to keep your machines all, you know, plugged in, if you will, to go through the process of, of testing things because we'd also heard she was on drugs. And if you're on drugs, there may be certain uh, organs that they are, they're unable to use. So they did, I'm assuming that they did, I, don't, I couldn't tell you with Anne Heche, but I'm assuming they did all the testing they needed to, to figure out which organs could be donated. But she did want her organs to be donated. When are we going to find out what happened here? That could have been catastrophic. It was, I mean, horrible. She could have killed many people. She could have killed a lot of people on her way out. Whether it was cocaine, we know she had mental issues. We know that she had was open about her mental health. I think for the most part, she was open about it. We had heard a lot of stories about it. But she potentially was high on something. They, I don't know if they officially confirmed. I believe that they, they believe cocaine, and now they're thinking fentanyl might have been involved. But Jesus. whatever. That's their job to test in forensics, and they're going to test all of that and, and check. But yeah, I mean, she could have killed somebody. You know, I don't wish death upon anyone. Like, don't get me wrong, but... It, it's, it's, it's a scary game that for whatever reason she or the drug she was on influenced her to do that. Doesn't matter. I mean, you got to take uh, responsibility. And she did that and ruined a home in the process. Badly. I, I, thank God that, you know, nobody else was hurt. Uh, <laughs> you have two little girls, so I'm curious to hear your take on this. A father canceled his daughter's date. After learning that that young man had no interest in meeting the parents before dating. Oh, huh? The dad is on Reddit and he asked users if they thought he overstepped when he made his decision. He's under there as like main hippo or something like that. If you want to look for this, the dad wrote That's an interesting name. <laughs> his 14 year old daughter is a great kid. And, and I quote, 
Unfortunately, she's interested in boys now and they're interested in her. Normally, when she says that she has a date, I'm fine. I meet the kid, they go on their way, and that's kind of my rule. He also doesn't uh, deliver goofy or big, scary dad speeches when he meets the daughter's dates. In his own words, he says, I just want to meet the kid so I can put a face to the name. Well, his daughter recently asked if she could go out on a date, and it was set for this past Friday. The father had no objections until he heard the boy would not come by the house for a face-to-face meeting. He's not good at talking to parents and doesn't like to do it, Hmm. according to the girl. Sarcastically, I said that I loved hearing that, and I was at ease hearing that this guy actively avoids parents. I said he could use tonight as a practice for talking to parents, but either way, he's coming to meet me. The daughters then said that her date doesn't have to do it because he doesn't want to. So dad wrote that he told his daughter, fine, you will not be going out on that date if that date refuses to meet me. I got a foot stomp and a that's not fair. And she went upstairs. Hmm. The daughter was crying and texted her dad that she hated him. Is dad in the wrong here for wanting to meet the boy? No, no. I mean, I don't think he's in the wrong. And I'm trying to think back to my like dating days, especially young, right? Especially young in high school in particular. I remember a couple of times where I went out with a guy and especially if he's driving, you're damn right. My parents wanted to meet this guy and say hello and and at least get an idea for what kind of a person he is. So I was always fine with that. I never had that where someone was not willing to say something before we went out on our date. Never had that. Some people are shit scared, though. Uh, but you know what? That's one of the things in life you got to figure out. And, and maybe and, and I understand there's a lot of pressure and a young like teenage boy. As an example, I, I understand that they're going to be a little more nervous. Intimidated is another word. They they hear that. Oh, well, maybe he's what if he's got a gun and shit like they're they're scared out of their wits. But just do it and get it over with. They're going to expect you to be nervous. You know, I would encourage it. I feel like if I had a son, especially if this was a son taking a daughter out situation, I would encourage like, just go. And sometimes that's all it takes. And then you'd be surprised at how quickly they'll, oh, what a nice young fella. You know, it's, I I don't know if it matters that you're scared shitless. I've always been great with parents though. (laughs) So I don't know, like I've always been great. They fucking love me. It's fine. But I understand for some people it's a little harder or they're intimidated a little bit more for whatever reason. But I don't think it's wrong for the dad to not allow it. If he can't even get a glimpse of the guy, I don't know. Seems off to me. And how much do you really care about or want to take her out on a date? And I know it's young people, but how much do you really want to take her out on a date if you're not even willing to just be like, hello, my name is, you know, Kyle. It's nice to meet you. I take your daughter out. We'll be back at 10. Bye. Mm. I hear what you're saying and I agree with you, but I'm, I'm going to suggest that as someone who's been on the other end of that more times, many, many times more than I would have liked to have, it is awkward when you meet the father because I, to me, it's a respect thing. Like, hi, I'm taking your daughter out and Mm -hmm. you probably don't want to know what I'm going to do to her later on. And it's weird when you meet dad in that scenario because, A, he's a stranger. Nobody likes to meet people for the first, nobody's totally comfortable meeting people for the first time, especially under that. I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this. It's scary. It is scary. I'll just say it. I'm in my 40s and I was nervous when I met my girlfriend's father. It's a strange really? thing. Well, because it's his daughter. 
It's not even technically my girlfriend yet. It's his daughter. And I don't know. I I try and be professional and as accommodating as possible when my daughter introduces me to a boy. But And, And how does that go for you now as a father? See, I try and make that as comfortable as possible for everybody. Non-confrontational, sure, come on in. Hey, can I get you a drink? Would you like an espresso? Can I, uh, oh, you're driving? Okay, no alcohol. Well, what about this? What about that? I'm not that guy who wants to get, well, I'm not really that intimidating to begin with, but I don't want to be that guy that's like, hey, you want to come see my gun collection and shit like that? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that happens often, though. You know, It's very old school. It's old school. It is very old school. I think that if anything, you just, all you need is like a couple of minutes to just, that's all the dad is asking for. Just give me a couple of minutes to make sure this guy's not a complete lunatic and I can trust him. Vibes are everything. I feel like I'd want to get a vibe before someone takes my daughters out one day. Yeah. And give I, me a vibe. I appreciate that, too. When it's me talking about my daughter, I'd like to meet this person. And I'd also kind of like them to know, again, in a very non-confrontational way, I'm her dad. Don't fuck around. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to say don't fuck around. I just kind of want them to realize, oh, she's got a dad and her dad's going to be up until she gets home. And he's going to be wondering where she is and if she's late and blah, blah, blah. You know, this is... uh, You're not operating with full impunity here. I'm here and I'm wondering what's going on and I'm meeting you because, hey, for all I know, maybe you're my future son-in-law and I'd like to get to know you sooner than later. Could be any number of things, but I do agree that a meeting is good. It's just, it's tough to force somebody into it. I, I, Mm -hmm. I have a fairly thick skin. I can, uh, I can go into that scenario and meet the father. It's, I, I'm not comfortable in it, but if even I'm not comfortable in it, I can just imagine what some 17 or 18 year old kid is like going into this dad's house. And the first fucking thing he did after he didn't want to meet her was go on Reddit. Him went on Reddit and posted about it. So this guy is, uh, he's got some swagger. I like dad here. I yeah. like dad. I like dad's rules. I understand. I, I understand why he wants to do it. I just, I kind of sympathize with the kid because it really is an awkward situation. There should be an easier way he's to do gonna it. He's going to have to do it. The kid's going to have to do it eventually. Like probably likelihood is you're not going to find a lot of parents that don't give a shit who their kids go out with. Like that's the truth. There's going to be maybe one in, maybe one in six parents, for example, maybe truly don't give a shit, but the majority of us, care who's around our kid sure so eventually that kid's going to come into contact with a with a father just rip off the band-aid dude it'll see it's not that bad and um, as long as they're not telling the stupid jokes that we're talking about which i do think is old school i never even considered that but i think if you hear that people say things like that then maybe it makes you think that that's what the dad's going to say and then you're going to be awkward and or he's going to think that you're going to do something to his 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 child I don't know. Just get over it. You know, I would I would encourage it. And as parents, I think we should encourage our kids to do that. Hey, if in life, you do have to meet people face to face. You do have to have encounters. Sometimes it's business related. Um, maybe it'll be for a job interview. If you're like, you can't just bow out of them. These are the moments I understand they're awkward, but they only last a short while. Get it out of the way. Good example. What about, though, maybe there's something to, you know what? This is our first date. I don't really need to meet your parents yet. Let's date once or twice. Let's at least have dinner or a conversation and see how it goes. And you know what? Maybe there's absolutely nothing here. Maybe this isn't going anywhere. There's no point in me meeting your dad. Why does it have to be right there before the first date? Is it just the whole trust thing? Want to let you know I'm here? Want to make sure that you're on your best behavior? Just want to make sure you're not some sort of an asshole? Well, maybe that's what dad is trying to avoid. Those flings, those people that are just in it for a fling, that aren't interested in dating. 
And when you're young, you don't know for sure. Don't get don't get me wrong. But you at least know if you have interest in dating that person. If this guy really does have that mindset of, no, I don't think it's really going to last. We're just having fun. Then no, you don't get to do this at all, including meeting dad. Don't waste anyone's fucking time then. Shouldn't I, though, trust my daughter's judgment? I mean, I raised no, a good girl. No, what? probably not. I raised a really good, yeah, smart no, girl no, with a great head on her shoulders. Mean, I don't mean your daughter. I just mean, like, generally speaking, like, you don't you, you want to you want to hope for the best. But I'm just saying when they're young, like your, your daughter is a little bit older. I'm talking like teenagers. Your daughter's are what, 20 something now. So she can make up her own mind. Now she can. But yes. I'm saying like in high school. <laughs> she always could. <laughs> she always could. But like, you know what I mean? As teenagers, I'm talking like younger that's when parents do have to step in a little bit. So I'm okay. Like, whatever. I'm okay with dad's choice. Okay. And on that, we will say thanks for listening to this episode of After 9, everybody. Like we mentioned at the beginning, we are on vacation now. We will be back next week for a little bit. And in September, we kick off season seven of After 9. And that's when we get back to every single day. I hope you have a great trip. Thank you. I am, uh, if you need anything from Target, for back to school you let this guy know <laughs> i'll send you my list because i'm driving while my dad's ah. flying <clears throat> great great and thanks for an amazing 10 years this has been a really good yeah, run in radio it's difficult to, to find chemistry with anybody because usually you just get stuck together and well figure out how to do a morning figure show. your shit out yeah yeah and and we hit it off right from the beginning and it's been 10 years of constantly going up in trajectory so the future looks bright and i'm glad that uh that we're doing this together. So happy 10 years. And to you. Enjoy. Go have some drinks. You have some drinks. Well, I will. I'm still feeling Friday a little bit. So maybe, <laughs> maybe tomorrow. <laughs> have a great one, guys. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it.